You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, greetings everyone. It's wonderful, great to be together. And uh, as you see, this is a very special service. And uh, we're going to go into the Word of God. Last week we started talking about the supernatural immunity. And uh, that is based on this book that I wrote a few years ago, Exploring God's Protective Power from 91. So I'm going to share with you some principles from this book. And that uh, this is going to help you uh, even in your walk with God. So that you can enjoy supernatural immunity. The Bible is full of promises. God has given us so many promises. So many promises to, uh, to, 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 to keep us even in our walk with Him. And I want you to know something that, um, uh, that there's a lot going on in the world right now. The world is, uh, is living in fear. There's so much fear that is ruling the world. And um, if you will go into the word of God, if you would look into the perfect law of liberty, I have news for you. You are going to see that God has made provision for you to not only live uh, fear-free, but to live victoriously. You can experience victory in your life. You can experience victory. You can experience supernatural immunity. Okay, so... Uh, I want to share a few uh, principles with you from this book. For example, I want to read, just uh, excuse me as I read, you know, um, from Psalm 91 in, um, in verses 7 and 10. It says, A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. No evil will befall you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. This is the promise that God has made. This is the promise that God has given to you as a child of God. And I want you to know that this promise God has shown us, even in the scriptures, several times. He's shown in the scriptures that this is, a, it is real. This is a real promise. Uh, someone, I'll give you an example. Someone like Job experienced and enjoyed supernatural immunity. So much that when the devil came to God, he said to God, he says, does Job fear you for nothing? He doesn't fear you for nothing. Why? He says that you have put a hedge around him. In other words, you have put a hedge of protection around Job. And because of that hedge, I can't get in. How did Satan know that there was a hedge around Job? Because he tried, but he could not penetrate. And that's what I'm talking about. This supernatural immunity, there is a hedge. There is a protection. If you like, you can call it a bubble. God can put this bubble around you. And uh, this bubble will protect you protect you from every virus you know the coronavirus now it's uh, it's it's is trending everywhere and this virus is spreading so quickly around the nations of the world and um, I see even God's children God's children are also crippled with fear 
and it ought not to be it ought not to be why because God usually makes distinction between his people and the world and uh, as seen and as experienced by the Israelites in Goshen you know um, when the plagues came to Egypt God said can you imagine 10 plagues 10 plagues in the land of Egypt judgment plagues of judgment now I, I don't know um, how, what you think but I believe that whatever is going on right now God has an answer and he has shown us in his word he has shown us in the scriptures and that's what we're talking about today we're talking about this supernatural immunity that is available to you and you need to know how to access that you need to know how to walk in that if you listen to the media you your faith is going to fly out of the window <laughs> but if you listen to god if you listen to god you 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 are secure you are safe a lot of times um, it's because God's people don't listen to God enough that's why they struggle in their walk that's why they struggle and they, they experience the same thing with the world especially in terms of fear so this is not your portion I don't know about you I have chosen I've made up my mind that my case is different and uh, you might say oh well you you think you are special you're better than other people not really that I'm better than other people I am special because Jesus has made me special and it's up to you to make that claim as well all right so supernatural immunity is real you can experience that you can walk in that God can make you immune to coronavirus supernaturally he can make you immune to whatever disease that is going around God has a plan and a purpose and that's part of his plan for you that you experience you live in this immunity you say pastor okay what about what about those that have been infected if you have been infected by this virus listen to me it's not the end of the world for you I I'm gonna speak and I'll pray over you and I want you to believe God receive the Word of God and let the faith of God rise within you and and suffocate that virus and let it die in the name of Jesus yes so our supernatural immunity is real now how am I going to walk in this how can I experience supernatural immunity I'm sure that's somebody's question and I'm going to give you um, two keys two keys only I'm going to share two keys um, that will enable you to walk in this so the first one um, I want you to look at Matthew chapter 8 verse 3 where Jesus was speaking to his disciples and he said to them unless you are converted and become like a little child unless you are converted and become like a little child he says you will not enter into the kingdom of God so conversion is important all right conversion and becoming childlike you need to become childlike if you're gonna walk in supernatural immunity now um, why does God expect you to be childlike? Because that's how the kingdom operates. The things of the kingdom require childlike faith. 
You need childlike faith. You cannot, even if you have information of the nature of the virus, even if you have information about the spread of the virus, even if you have information about the, the, the fatalities that go with this virus, you still must not allow that knowledge don't allow that knowledge to rule you okay that knowledge you need to put it somewhere behind and then you need to now allow the childlike nature that God has put in you to come to the fore alright so that's what you use to kick in supernatural immunity you need childlike faith now, what does it mean? What do I mean by childlike faith? A childlike faith, the faith of a child, okay, has certain qualities. The faith of a child, for example, the faith of a child is pure. It is pure in its purity. If you are going to experience supernatural immunity, you need purity. Your faith must be pure. It's not the size of your faith, but it's the quality of your faith. Jesus made that very clear to us. He says, if you have faith like the size of a mustard seed, he said, you can move a mountain. So you see, it's not the size. It's not the size. Everybody, if a child, the child can have that faith, then guess what? You can have it as well. So Jesus, God has made it so easy, and Jesus has made it very clear to us that you need to have childlike faith if you are going to walk in supernatural immunity or any reality of the kingdom, any matter of the kingdom, you need to have child like it and the child is pure in his heart a child is pure in his heart a child does not bear grudges <laughs> you notice that it doesn't bear grudges now, he would say you know the, um, he would say to you you're not my friend again I'm not going to play with you just give him 10 minutes give him 10 minutes and they are there playing again he has forgotten and that is the kind of heart that God wants you to have if you're going to walk in this kind of immunity that heaven brings that the kingdom of God brings you need to have that kind of heart that you you you, you don't carry things in your heart and you you don't say oh well you know, this this person did this to me and this person did that to me no you don't do that why? If you are going to walk in supernatural immunity, you need to be childlike. You need to have that purity. Purity. Your faith should be pure. It should be pure. No mixture. No doubt in it. Okay? No doubt. If God said it, then just take it as God said it. Don't say, well, you know, God said it, but uh, you know, um, but the statistics says this. Statistics is saying things about the world. God is speaking from the kingdom perspective. And the kingdom of God, from what I know in my Bible, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. The kingdom of God is here to rule over the kingdom of darkness. To rule over the kingdom of the world so coronavirus I don't know <laughs> uh, there's no that no virus in heaven so it should not be in your home it should not be in your body don't allow it don't allow it okay so don't allow it have the 
maturity of the faith of a child and you are going to experience supernatural immunity if you will allow that to um to to to, to manifest in your life some of us know too much we need to now come down to the level of a child again all right so there's the purity the purity of a child that childlike faith has purity and that purity is what makes it potent it's what makes it potent you remember the case of um hagar hagar and uh, her son when they were sent away when abraham sent sent them away um they, 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 they had a bottle of water and this bottle of water finished now this bottle of water finished and they're in the desert and, uh, and while in the desert there this child is hungry he's thirsty he's crying the temperatures are so high that he's dehydrated and Hagar walks away goes away under a tree and she does not want to see this child die she is like God you know she has wept she has cried and 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 so on but you know what an angel the angel of the Lord the Bible says the angel of the Lord appeared God manifested himself there and he spoke to her but the Bible makes it very clear he says that the Lord said he has heard the cry of the lad he has heard the cry of the child what about the mother's cry for God's sake you know what the mother's cry was not mixed with faith her cry was a cry of anxiety a cry of fear but the child's cry was what attracted that manifestation it's the child's cry that God heard and God responded to the cry of the child not to the cry of the mother because the cry of the mother was not in faith so you see you need to have that kind of faith if you're going to attract heaven if you're going to attract the supernatural in your life you need to have that so the, the, and and it was there that god opened her eyes and she saw a spring of water a whole spring god didn't just give her a bottle he gave her a spring my goodness that's how god is you see that's how god is and so i want you to to resist every temptation to walk in anxiety at this time and not just at this time at any time in your life that's what the bible says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication let your requests be made known to god don't be anxious about anything make up your mind and say i refuse to be anxious about this situation i am amazed at the level of anxiety even with people of God even with people of faith I don't understand this so we need to speak to ourselves and say no I feel this way maybe because the atmosphere is charged with with anxiety and so on but now you need to shake that off shake that off your life and say no I'm not going to allow this okay so the child the childlike faith is pure is pure all right but then not only is it pure it is also 
innocent. The child is innocent. Remember when God put Adam and Eve in the garden at the beginning, they were innocent. Until they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. When they ate from the tree of knowledge and good and evil, that's where death came. That's when death came. And still today, I'm telling you, when we eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it brings death into our lives. So instead of eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, I know, yes, there's information, but let that not be your source, your only source. Because you, 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 need to, you need to be practical, you need to be wise and all of that, and uh, you, you don't need to be ignorant, but at the same time, your main source should be from God and from his word. From God and from his word, from the tree of life, that's where you should be eating from. You should be eating from there. So, people of God, you want to enjoy supernatural immunity, you need to ask yourself, what tree am I eating from? Alright, so that thing that is bringing fear into your heart, where is it coming from? What tree is it coming from? Because it's coming from a particular tree. That information is coming from a particular tree. And it's interesting, the tree of knowledge of good and evil is not that it's a, it's, it's one tree that is able to produce good and evil at the same time. Isn't that interesting? So, but as the, 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 uh, when Adam was in his state of innocence, he had not eaten from that tree. Guess what? He was operating in supernatural. There was no death. So we want to go back to that place. Go back to that place. And that's where conversion comes in. Where Jesus said, unless you are converted and become like a little child, you say, oh, pastor, but Adam was not a child. Yes, he was not a child, but he was innocent. He was not a child. He was an adult. He was full grown. But he had the innocence of a child. And that is to say that even though you are an adult, you can still have the innocence of a child. You, you need to regain your innocence. Bring back your innocence. It's, it's important for you to bring that back if you're going to walk in supernatural immunity. So that it doesn't matter what comes. It doesn't matter what, what is happening. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but they shall not come near you. You know, no plague will come near your dwelling. When it comes, it is going to jump over you. Hallelujah. Why? Because of supernatural immunity. Alright? So, a child, a childlike faith is pure. It is also innocent. It's also innocent. That's why a child doesn't struggle to believe anything. Doesn't struggle to believe anything. Some of us are too educated to believe God. And that is not okay. Why? Because that education is from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's why it, does, it hinders your faith. And you cannot walk in supernatural immunity. You cannot enjoy supernatural immunity. So it's time to get back your innocence. Doesn't matter how old you are. You can get back your innocence. Alright. So that's, uh, that's the second point about the childlike faith. The third thing about the childlike faith. It has to do with the conscience of the child. The child has a pure conscience. So not only is the faith pure. The conscience of a child is pure. It's pure. 
And that's why our children can easily access the supernatural. Children have they are able they're able to to attract the ministry of angels. They are able to attract God. They are able to attract manifestations more than adults. Why? Because of the purity. Because of the purity. The purity of their faith. And also their conscience. The conscience. Paul says, Paul says that, you know, I always strive. In, 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 in Acts chapter 14 verse 16, he says, I strive to always have a good conscience before God and before men. There's a reason why Paul put in so much effort to make sure his conscience is always pure. Why? Because that is going to give him um, um, access and enable him to move and operate in the supernatural more and more and more. So if you want to operate in the supernatural, you need that. I'll just, we'll just take a short break. Okay, don't go away. Just, just, just hang around and we'll be back just in a, in, in a short while. All right. Hello, welcome back again. Yes, we're talking about supernatural unity and uh, taking from the life of a child, you know, um, Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 18, verse 3, uh, t- talk, saying that if, unless you are converted and become like a little child, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And the point is this, everything of the kingdom requires a childlike approach. Requires a childlike approach. And um, that's why you found that Jesus even talks about how God did not reveal certain things to the experts except to the babes. You know, he manifested more to the babes. Why? Because of that childlike quality. And we need, we need to ensure that we regain our innocence, get back our innocence. Don't be too educated to be childlike in your faith. Don't be too exposed to now trust God. Don't be too, uh, don't be too experienced. To believe God it, 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 it doesn't make sense you see so but I know in the world it makes sense but in the in the kingdom it doesn't make sense and we are um, ambassadors of Christ we are kings and priests in God's kingdom and so there is a way we need to live as kings and priests in God's kingdom all right so another thing another quality of a childlike um, the, the, the childlike faith and the childlike quality um, is fearless. Children are fearless. Oh, well, that, you know, a lot of times you find that they, we are the ones that actually teach the children how to be afraid. <laughs> because most, most of the time, the child, you know, he just walks into whatever, does what, plays, and we are the ones that train the child to be fearful. And I know there's a place for practical, um, practical wisdom and caution. You caution the child. Don't play with the fire because it's not good for you. All right? The child doesn't know. He's fascinated and he's trying to play. But out of experience, you tell the child, look, if you touch that, it's going to burn you. All right? So, but the child does not know. Sometimes until the child experiences it, 
Then the child now knows, oh, this is not okay. This is not okay. It's hot. It's hot. So the Bible says in uh, in Second Timothy chapter one verse seven, he says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. So God has not given you the spirit of fear, but a love of power and a sound mind. Uh, so what does that mean? That means that fear is a spirit. Fear. I know to the psychologist, fear is like an is is more of an emotion. But to the spiritual man, no. To the child of God, you need to see what fear is. It is a spirit. It is a spirit. And oftentimes, I've discovered that the enemy uses fear. Fear is like, is like um, he's, he, he sends the spirit of fear ahead of the other spirits. So, fear is what he sends before he kills people. Let me read from Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 2. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14, 14 and 15, it says, In as, as much then as children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You see, so God, uh, the, uh, God had to send Jesus to break the power of fear over our lives. Because Satan has been using fear to rule the world. And he still does. He still does. He's like, if you do this, if you don't do this, I'm going to kill you. He threatens you with, with fear. I believe that people die. More people die of fear than even the actual virus itself. You know? I mean, of course, I'm not a scientist. I'm just talking. Why? Because through death, Satan keeps people captive. Through fear of death, rather, he keeps them captive so that he can now capture them so that the spirit of death can now come and take them. Why? Because fear has already imprisoned them. And that's what I see that is going on right now. That the enemy is using the spirit of fear to rule. Rule economies. Look at the markets. Fear is what determines how things go up and down. You just need to say something that will cause fear in the hearts of people. Then people withhold. They stop spending. Or people start spending more. Certain things. It's, it's fear. It's fear. As children of God, we must not be ruled by fear. Okay? God does not want you to be ruled by fear. doesn't. And uh, uh, you need to stand up and say, no, I'm going to be fearless. I'm going to be fearless. That's why you see the child can just get up, jump. And it's like, hey, stop it. Why? He's fearless. He doesn't have the experience to tell you, to tell him that this can be dangerous. I'm, and, and I'm not promoting naivety because when you talk about innocence, pe people think it's, na it's the same as naivety. No, you don't have to be naive. 
But you should be innocent. You should be fearless. It's, isn't it interesting in the Bible? In the Bible there are 366 fear nots. So in other words, out of all the, um, the commands that God has given, the, the most attention is given to fear. Why would he do that? Why? Because he knows that this is one spirit that Satan is going to use again and again. And 366 fear notes representing every single day of the year, including the leap year. Alright. So God is saying, for every day he says to you, fear not. Why would he do that? Because he knows the devil is going to bring fear that day. For every day. There is some fear that the enemy will bring. So we need to come against that. If you're going to walk in supernatural immunity, you cannot walk in fear. You need to give your, um, your heart to God. And uh, it's like when Jesus was about, when he was preparing to go um, to the cross. In John chapter 14 verse 1, he says to them, um, Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. You see, let not your heart be troubled. Why would he say that? Why? Because they are going to experience some turbulence. They're going to experience some um, uncertainties that will um, cause them or give them opportunities to be fearful, to give them opportunities to be troubled. And he says, let not your heart be troubled. He says, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. You see? So in the midst of all of this, you need to have peace. Peace. And that's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, people of God, fear is a terrible spirit. I once heard someone define fear as false evidence appearing real. You know what? Just like faith comes by hearing, fear comes by hearing as well. Fear comes by hearing. You just need to hear certain things again and again and again and again, and then you start having faith. Faith is fear in re- uh, fear is faith in reverse. It's faith in reverse. You be- believe so much in those virus that even when you cough, you start stressing. You know. You start stressing. Or you just have a headache. And now you just wake up. Oh my God, I think I caught it. I caught it. And you become so stressed. Stop it. It's not okay. God doesn't want you to live like that. A king doesn't live like that. An ambassador for Christ should not live like that. Okay? So I break the power of fear over your life right now. In the name of Jesus. I command fear to break. Right now, you spirit of fear, I speak and I release over the atmosphere, over everyone that is watching this broadcast right now. Re- receive in the name of Jesus your freedom. Thank you, Lord. I glorify you. I give you praise. So, why does Satan use the spirit of fear so much? Let me tell you why. Why he uses the spirit of fear in the realm of the spirit. I want you to know thoughts are materials in the spirit. Thoughts in the spirit. Thoughts are materials. In other words, you can use thoughts. Thoughts can be used to construct things in the spirit. Alright? So what do I mean by that? That means thoughts.
thoughts are matter. You know, matter is anything that occupies space and has mass. So in the spirit, thoughts are matter. And you can, it, can, it can be used. So what, what he does is that the spirit of fear, wants, he sends the spirit of fear so that it can fill your mind. He wants, he wants those thoughts to come into your mind. Those fearful thoughts. So they now begin to take space in your life. They begin to take space in your heart. They begin to weigh you down. Because the space and mass, you know, they begin to weigh you down. And because of that, you cannot rise up to do the things God wants you to do. So that's why the spirit of fear is, is, is a faithful, is a very faithful servant of Satan. He uses that and is a more, one of his most effective spirits to, to cripple people from moving ahead. They, 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 they cannot pursue their dreams anymore because they are afraid. Fear of failure. Fear of what people will say. You know, fear of lack. Fear of all kinds of fear. We just keep coming up with all kinds of fear all the time. There are new fears that are being discovered. New phobias that are being discovered all the time. It's the same spirit of fear. No wonder the psalmist says, I, I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. So you need to seek God to deliver you from all your fears. Don't be scared. Live a fearless life. And I'm telling you if you if you can if you can subdue the spirit of fear you will achieve more in life you will do more for God you will become greater in in God's kingdom when you begin to live a fearless life thoughts are powerful thoughts I'm telling you will occupy space in your life and they will weigh you down or they can lift you up you know that God said in Isaiah 14:24 He says I have thought the Lord said I have thought and so shall it be <laughs> so it shall come to pass as I have thought so shall it be so in other words when you think fear Job says the thing that I feared has come upon me you see so stop living in fear if you want to enjoy supernatural immunity stop living in fear of course, you need to pay attention, be hygienic, you're not careless, you're not naive into thinking that, oh no, it doesn't matter, I can just leave anyhow. No, that's, that's foolish. But you cannot afford to live in fear. Because if you live in fear, I'm telling you, the enemy is going to have a ball. He will have a He will be having a party in your, in your mind every single day. He will send different spirits to come and they are going to keep you in torment. In torment. So, uh, if you're going to enjoy supernatural immunity, become childlike. Have a childlike faith. Alright? Make sure you walk in purity. Your, 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 your faith is pure. It's not contaminated. You don't hold things against people. It's not necessary. It's, that's too much weight to carry. Your journey is far. And you have a lot to do for God. You have a lot to achieve for God. You can afford to carry excess baggage. Because the path before you, 
doesn't require any baggage. And even Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Alright? So he has taken the, the weight. He has taken the, the burden. Don't carry it. Whatever it is, lay it down. Make sure you're walking with a pure conscience. Alright? Make sure your conscience is pure. Before God and before people. It's good for you. It's good for you. For your immune system. Your spiritual immune system. These things I'm saying. These things I'm sharing with you. Are good for your spiritual immune system. Even faith. You need to be fearless. Okay. In order to walk in faith. You need to be fearless. You can't be afraid of, of tomorrow. What is wrong with you? Stop that. Get out of that. Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. Alright. Don't be afraid. Yes. God has great things for you. God has better days for you. God's plans for you. He says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Alright, so that's, that's what God has for you. And if God has that for you, why should you be afraid? Think about it this way, alright? Imagine that, let's say, you are, you, 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 you are owing the bank. Say you are owing the bank um, $100,000, alright? And the bank has been writing you. You didn't know what to do. And the bank said, okay, fine. Because of that, we're coming, we're coming on Monday. We're coming on Monday to come and repossess your house. Repossess everything. We're going to take everything away from you. And they say, we're coming on Monday. Alright? Then, imagine on Friday, somebody gives you a check. Somebody gives you a check of $200,000. How is your weekend going to be? How are you going to sleep? Are you going to have a peaceful sleep? Why? Yeah, because you have the solution. So, even though the bank is threatening and all of that, you know, okay, I just need uh, to sleep Saturday and Sunday. Monday, I just go and, uh, and, and cash in the check and then settle this. So because of that, you're going to have peace of mind. And so that's how a walk should be. Alright? So he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. You see? So you, you know God has spoken. God has given you His word. He has given you His guarantee. He has given you a deposit as well. So, what you, you, you don't need to be scared of tomorrow. You don't need to be scared of anything. Alright? I want to pray. I want to pray for, for those who have been infected. If you've been infected or you have people who have been infected. And even people are across the world. I just pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against this virus. This, this coronavirus. I Bind it in the name of Jesus. I bind it right now. I command, oh Father, this virus to come down, to fall in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I ask, oh Father, that you, you will begin to move across the nations and bring about a speedy recovery for those who have been infected, oh 
God, especially your children, especially your children. Lord, I speak faith into them. I speak life into them. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you, Father. I bless your name and I give you glory. I give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much for making time, listening and watching this broadcast. I want you to, to join us again same time next week. And we're going to continue still talking about supernatural immunity. And if you are able to get this book on Amazon, you know, just search for it, Supernatural Immunity by Eric Bapatel. And uh, you can download it and read it. And it's going to bless you. It's going to bless your, 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 your faith as well. Strengthen your faith. I wrote this book for times like this. I wrote this book. The Holy Spirit told me to write this book. And that's why I wrote it. And uh, it's, 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 it's for times like this. So um, I want you to know that God has you in mind. God has a plan for you. All right. Don't allow the spirit of fear to rule you. Become like a child. Childlike. Thank you, Father. I give you glory. I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.